Hey, this is Dr. Evans Kariuki. Welcome to Firebrand Nation. Your life will never be the same as you go through these teachings. These are teachings for soul winners. Here at Firebrand Nation, we believe that we are called to reach one soul every second. This podcast is designed for soul winners who hunger and thirst to see the lost come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Bibles, notebooks, and pens. Ephesians 5. And we are going to Ephesians 5 verse 21. Ephesians 5 21. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Every marriage must have the fear of God first. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of his body. He is the savior of the body. Uh-huh. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, let the wives be to their own husbands in everything, in everything. Husbands, husbands, men, husbands, love your wives. That doesn't mean you're many wives. It means you yeah, you know, we're in America. If you're in Africa, uh, yeah. Love your wives, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Husband gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Watch this. That he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Husbands, Love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up. In other words, he died for it. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy without blemish. Without blemish. Underline the word present. The husband presents the wife to himself, to God. We are talking about presenting, presenting. That has been our theme for the whole week, the whole two weeks actually, presenting. The husband, just as Christ presents the church, his bride, the man presents the wife, his bride. Let's keep going. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it. Underline those two words. You are to nourish and you are to cherish your wife. Nothing here says accuse 
Nothing here says call names. Nothing here says uh, point out her big mistakes. No, no, no. You're to nourish and cherish. Even as the Lord, the church, anything Christ did for the church, the husband is to do for the wife. And the main thing that Christ did for the church is to die for the church. To die, to die for the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. Husbands, your wife is a member of your own body. She is not that woman there. She is not that lady over there. She's not, she's doing her own thing and you're doing yours. She is a member of your body. Look at this. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and the two shall be one flesh. The word joint there is the same one in Genesis. Cleave, to cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. The word cleave there without uh, us drawing away from our topic, I just want to highlight the responsibility of the husband, the responsibility of the husband. And the reason for this, the reason for all this is so that he may present, he may present uh, to himself, to God, the family, the word, Cleave is the word pros, proskolwa, proskolwa, P R O S K O L L A O. Hallelujah. It means to cement into one, cement into one. Matthew chapter 19, verse 4 to 7. Jesus said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife and the twine shall be one flesh, shall be one flesh. The twine shall be one flesh. Matthew chapter 10 verse six, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall be one flesh. They are no longer two, but one flesh. Acts chapter five verse 36. For before these days was up, Hallelujah. Acts 5.46. I don't want to draw us too far. The, the word there, cleave, is what happens when, how many of you know that plant that uh, it's, it's a type of uh, weed that when you grow two plants together, they grow together and they are now in one to the point that one is living off the other and the other one is living off. The vine is living off the branch. I am the vine, you are the branches. The vine is living off the branch. Are we together? How many of you know what I'm talking about? Let me see by a show of hands. Yeah. So it's, that's the concept. Amen? Hallelujah. It's a great mystery. Now here is where Paul just lets us know we're going to have problems. He says, it's a great mystery. It's a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. How many of you think this scripture is easy to live out? It's easy. Husband, die to yourself. Like Jesus, 
husband become like Jesus to your wife and the wife become like the church. Is it easy? It's not easy. It's not at all. It's not at all. And usually what happens is we get it wrong because we end up suffocating one person and you're telling the wife to be more like the husband as opposed to the husband dying for the wife or the wife is telling the husband be more like how I want you to be, how I thought my husband should be. And there's this back and forth. It's not just a nice cleave, amen? The different types of husbands who are Christians. Christian, now we're talking, I'm talking to believers. I'm not talking to non-believers. If you're married to a believer, someone who confesses Christ, they fall under two categories. They fall under two categories. There is the uninvolved, uninvolved. He got married, but is not involved in building anything. He, lay, he leaves everyone to fend for themselves. This man got married, checked off a box in his life and went on living his childish life. He did not, he did not consider to change at all, at all for the family. He said, okay, now I have a wife. I've put a wife in the home. Now, let me continue with my, with my life and they fend for themselves. The, the, the characteristics of this husband, he's not involved in the spirituality of the children. He may say, go to church. He may say, God is good. He may say, we value God, but he will never ever call his family together to pray, never call his family to fast, never call his family to seek God. He's just, hey, mom, send them to church. So he's, he, to him, he's a Christian. We are not talking about antichrist husbands. Are you understanding the difference? We're not talking about antichrist husbands. We're talking about believers. Johnny, are you with me? We're talking about believers, not antichrist husbands. Thank you, Jesus. Next, he does not go to church much, maybe goes on Easter, maybe goes once in a while, doesn't do many wrong things. So he's not intentionally wicked, but on the inside, he's very uninvolved in the things of God. He's also extremely lazy in the home when it comes to sacrificing, extremely lazy in the home when it comes to sacrificing. Everyone must spend for themselves. The wife must have a good job. The wife, in fact, the wife's money, he will use the wife's money for his own adventures, for his own work. But tell him to bring money to the house. <laughs> You'll be surprised. He will not bring money to the house. But he's, he's Christian, he's Christian. So he has been deceived on what a husband should be. The man also demands submission using scriptures. He demands, oh, you submit. The Bible says, oh, you are a godly woman. You say you go to church. You don't even submit. You don't love me. You don't care for me. I don't feel your love. I don't feel your emotions. And he's, he's totally ungodly. He only knows scriptures when it comes to you submit. He did not read the part that says, Hus husbands love your wives. That, that part he did not read. He heard the part that says submit. Hallelujah. Is this true or not true? It, that's the only part that he knows. He doesn't know the other love and all those things. 
He doesn't know the scriptures that say, husbands, be tender to your wife. He doesn't know those. He only knows that one. All right. He's very self-centered, very selfish and self-centered. My money, but also the wife's money is my money. I'm the husband. I should control money only when it's beneficial to him, not when it's beneficial to everybody. All right. He has no time to invest in building the marriage. He believes the marriage should grow magically, magically. Tells his wife words like, aren't you at least happy you're married? Look at Cecilia down the road. She doesn't have a husband like me. She doesn't have someone like me. Aren't you just happy you're married? Uh -huh. <laughs> he believes being there as a human is being a husband, not present not spiritually, not emotionally involved. Doesn't help with housework. Doesn't help with any domestic chores. He will say that the, the wife is the one who should clean the house and complain about the dirtiness of the house and then complain the children are not good children and you, you, you spoiled them. You spoiled the children. He does not see his responsibility anywhere. Totally and involved. I mean, this man is disconnected. Are you understanding? He's totally disconnected. To him, his job, he goes to work, comes home, and tells you, it's time for you to please me. Hallelujah. Does not, does not, uh, doesn't, doesn't support crisis. In times of crisis, he actually gets emotional and selfish. The family is in a crisis. The man is saying, aren't you seeing that I'm doing all I can? I'm doing all I can to pay the bills. I'm doing all I can to do. And it's like, hey, can we sit down and talk about this and solve the problem together? I'm not attacking you. It's not an attack on you. We are sitting down. When, whenever there is problems, his emotions and temperature, that's when they go up. This is the fend it for yourself and involved husband. The reason why his temperatures go up, he starts shouting, his emotions go up is because he is not involved. He doesn't want to take any responsibility. To him, a wife was a check box. Doesn't deeply look after the children. So Christmas uh, gifts are the wife's responsibility, the, 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 the husband, doesn't deeply look after the children. However, however, when it comes to presenting a show before the children, he shows up as a superhero. He shows up as a superhero. I'm here for my daughter. Tells his daughter how pretty she is. A superhero mentality. He, he shows up to for the show. How many of you know what I mean by shows up for the show? He shows up for the show. He's not been there. He's not done anything, Not, but it's Christmas time to open the gifts. He's there for the show. Wow, Lord help us. This is why I told you husbands, we have been wrong. We have been wrong, so Lord help us. Amen, 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 amen. Doesn't build the house, doesn't build the family, doesn't build any of those. Um, when pushed, when when this 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 is very serious. 
when there is sexual tension, when there is emotional tension, and the wife stands her ground, this man is very prone to cheating. He will go to someone else and, and pay attention to this. He'll find a woman who is younger than his wife. This, this is a true story. This is, it's evident. When there is tension in the marriage, he'll go for someone softer and someone softer is usually younger than his wife. And he will end up cheating because, or then he will, he will not take responsibility. He'll say, oh, you didn't give me sex. You didn't care for me. You didn't love me as a man. And she did, and she did. While actually what he did was took advantage of another weak woman. He took advantage of a weaker woman and put all his emotions there. Church, you may have not seen this in life, but please pay attention to your pastor. This is real life. Don't think that humans, there's anything new with human beings. That is why I read books. I can read three books in one week because there's nothing new under the sun. If you learn what has been, you will know what shall be. Are you understanding? This is, this men are men and women are women. There is no one who's going to create a new type of woman. They are all the same. There is no one who's going to create a new type of man. The daughters of Zion are purely daughters of Zion. When they get real, they get real. When they are not, they are not. Are you understanding? So, and, and I know, I know, ladies, I understand. There's a lot of deception that goes in the lady's head. Oh, this is my man, he's different. I know, even me, I wish, I wish he was different. But you just said, this is my man. The moment you put the word man there, you make him like everyone else. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It is the truth, it's the truth. And I know we tell you sweet things like, we are different, I'll not treat you like the other one. But the moment you see signs, the Bible says, you see the, the stars, the clouds, you know that rain is coming. <laughs> when you see signs, what you see is what you saw. What you see is what you saw. Amen. So in midlife, in midlife crisis, this man focuses on self, ends up buying things for himself, taking things upon himself, begins to live a life for himself. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Doesn't buy his wife clothes or anything like that. He buys for himself things. All right, enough is enough with this man. I don't, I don't want to go there. Let us, let us, before you accuse all the men, let, let us change a little bit. We show you that there are some good ones. How many of you men say, Pastor, enough is enough with that man. Let's talk about some other men now. There is the devoted, there is a devoted husband, the committed and devoted husband. This one is committed and devoted. There are three levels of commitment. He's devoted emotionally. He's very emotional when it comes to the marriage. As in something goes wrong, he will stop all his life. His whole life will stop so that the marriage can work. Number two, he is devoted spiritually. As for me and my house, he uses words like that. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. My children must serve God. And it's not just go to church. 
My children need to play the piano. My children need to play the drums. My children need to dance. My children, as in serving God to this man, is not church attendance. Are you seeing? Number three, he, he uh, sorry, spiritually, he also prays with the family. He gathers the family together to pray. He tells the, the children spiritual advice. He gives them spiritual advice. Number three, number three, he also is involved physically. And this one sometimes can drain the wife. He does everything. He will do everything. The wife can feel like she's not important because the man can do everything. He will do everything. If it's dishes, he'll do them. If it's the, 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 the building of the house, he'll build the house. He'll repair the walls. He'll do everything because to him, he's, to him, he's tending. He's tending for his home. Are we together? Are we together? I, I want to make sure we are catching up with notes. I'm seeing notes, but very briefly. Are we, are we on track with notes? All right. All right. So he's very involved physically. When the wife has a program, he wants to be at the wife's program. When the wife, when it's vacation, we are all going. When, it's, when he has a plan, his whole family is in the plan. It's like, hey, can you give me my space also? Can we? No, he's, he's full in all the way. All right. This husband also suffers privately, suffers privately. He has a lot of internal pain and suffering, but is afraid to tell his wife because he's concerned about her emotional state. It will affect her emotionally if he really tells her how he feels. Internal suffering. I have seen this, every person that was involved in this study said this one. He will experience unpleasant things with a smile. Will never say anything wrong about his wife. Never say anything wrong about his wife. He wants to be in ministry and ministry binds him, binds him to silence. So wives, if you're married to such a man, seek his heart on where he is. Like go to him, seek him. He, even if he's the father of your children, he will never say anything wrong about the baby's mother. Never will. Because his priority is pleasing God. And he has taken personal responsibility over it. This man is also taken advantage of by different kinds of women. I'll talk to you about which kind of women take advantage of this kind of man. All right. He has deep conviction, deep vision, and can be very successful because he pleases God. He pleases God, so he's very successful. Very successful because he pleases God. He never talks about divorce, never talks about leaving, never talks about separating. He dreams about having a family from a young age. His family is a representation of God's gift to him. He will never go outside the marriage, regardless of what happens, because he's committed to God. This is a man like the prophet who married a prostitute. 
he married a prostitute and didn't care what the wife did. The wife went and Hezekiah, yeah, went and slept with many men, but he stayed faithful. Suffering, suffering is involved a lot here. Devoted, never reports anything evil or negative. He takes many pictures for memories, many, many pictures. He wants a lot. By the way, I didn't write this book. It's what the book says. He has a lot of memories of the family together. He's the one who takes them. He treats his wife with great dignity, great dignity. He will talk well about her. He'll start businesses for the wife, start ventures for the wife because he wants to see her do well. My God, where is time going? He is very loving and very caring. He wants to sleep in his wife's hands every night. He cannot stand sleeping separated from her. It's baby, come to bed. Hold, hold me, I hold you tonight. Whose, whose night is it to be held? Loves family time, schedules family time. And when family time is not adhered to, he gets hurt personally, personally hurt, personally hurt. Calls his wife often to find out how she's doing and where she is. He goes shopping for the family. If the wife is pregnant, he also is pregnant. He's like, we are all pregnant in this house. <laughs> he helps with duties and chores. <laughs> Buys gifts often and sees it as a personal responsibility. He wants a lot of time with his wife alone. A lot of time with his wife alone. Talks about we, not I. He is desired by many women, but wants none of them around. Desired by many, but wants none of them around. He usually can get married early because he knows what he wants. So he can get married at a young age. He's, he's not the type that says, I'm going to sow my wild oats. I need to play around a little bit. No, gets married and he's married. That's it sees his wife as a source of all his pleasure. So he gets very excited when his wife learns new things. Let them that have ears, let them hear what new things the wife is learning. Hallelujah. Loves his parents, his wife's parents, his whole family, sees them as one family. He has an ideal number of children, makes the room, makes the bed, makes the house. He understands his wife's weaknesses and looks to strengthen them, looks to strengthen her weaknesses. Never condemns his wife when she's at fault. Will work in the middle of the night to make sure his wife is comfortable. So he'll work at daytime and work at night just to make sure the wife is okay. He apologizes even when he inside he feels he's not wrong. 
He will apologize. The emotions of his wife are his priority. He's very careful not to hurt them. Tells his wife frequently how much he loves her through signs, words, and affirmation. He realizes that he loves his wife more than she could love him. To him, it's personal. It's personal. He values respect and honor, wants to use the same towel, toothbrush, sink with his wife. Everything is one. Everything is one. <laughs> wants to eat from the same plate, wants to eat from the same plate, drink from the wife's glass. Hey, hey, Lord, 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 help us. He's very, very frustrated when his wife is not satisfied sexually and does not demand a lot sexually from his wife. He, he doesn't have many demands. He grieves alone. He grieves alone. In other words, his pain is his pain. He doesn't share it with many people. Now, the question that I have to you is this. Which one of these men do you think gets full commitment? Like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, which one of these men do you think gets a very disciplined wife, a woman who is trying to please the husband? Which one do you think? Number one or number two? Let me see. Number one. Number one. History has shown. History has shown. Number one is the one who will get a wife who's willing to do anything. Usually, and I'm not accusing anybody, usually, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Okay, let me ask you, who should, who deserves to get a wife who will do everything? Number two. But it's not the case. It is not the case. It is not the case. I have talked about men for about 37 minutes. Can we now talk about women? Because when you treat them good, instead of bringing the sweet juice out of the woman, usually, I'm, not, I'm talking about women, not daughters of Zion. You're all different. Usually, it's the opposite that happens. It's the opposite that happens. Oh, you're too much. You're too this. You're too this. In fact, uh, number one, the one who is married to number two is wishing for number one. Is wishing for number one. Wishing for number. But until until you have been with a number one, you don't even know. You don't know what you're asking for. You don't know what you're asking for. I'm telling you. All right. Let's talk about uh, the effects of this, this the, on these men, on these men. This kind of man ends up with, we're talking about women, the, the bad things that women do to these men. This, this good man, number two man, are we together? And we as daughters of Zion must watch ourselves against this. Are you understanding? So I'm not accusing anybody. I'm giving you something to watch against. Number, the, 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 
the the wife can end up being can end up being these categories number 1 a perfect pretender perfect pretender perfect pretender is romans 12:9 let love be without dissimulation let love be without dissimulation a bow which is evil cleave to that which is good a perfect pretender wife is one who pretends to be one way to this husband but behind the scenes she is another way another style you understand she she shows up in the marriage to play a role as oh it's time to be married okay let me play my role let me play my wife and shows up to play a role hey 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 perfect pretender Romans 12 shows up to play a role. The husband is doing this, the husband is good that and the wife shows up to play a role. To her it's a role. Perfect pretender. Ladies tell me is it true or not true? If if I say one that's not true you tell me. Is that cap or not? It's true. She shows up to play a role. So to the husband oh you're good I will pretend also. I will pretend. Next Next, the wife can also tend to become a Jezebel. 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 Jezebel is one who takes advantage of the weakness of the man. Sees, sees emotional, emotional strengths as weaknesses. So the man is she knows what buttons to press. Oh, this man loves me. If I want a thousand dollars, I just, I'm going to be sad today. I'm I know what buttons to press. Calls the man names, calls him weak, calls him names a Jezebel, and also talks very ill about him and about his weakness. Can you believe the other day we were in bed and he was crying? That's what she tells her friends she says oh i know how to handle this man i know how i can twist him around to get what i want she tells her colleagues and her friends leave him to me i will figure him out imagine that the man is trying to be good and be but he's he's like jezebel's wife jezebel's wife jezebel's husband actually <laughs> one of the books even in troublers i say it was Jezebel's wife. Jezebel was the husband in that relationship. In my book, Troublers, when I write about Ahab and Jezebel. Ahab was a man who wanted to please God, but Jezebel came and twisted Ahab. Twisted him, took advantage of him. Jezebel. Manipulation, manipulation. It twists everything. Read 1 Kings 21.7. Jezebel will not allow any other woman near the man. Will will go behind the scene to destroy every other woman and then push the man away from serving God. Push the man away. Push the man away. If if Jezebel is present, if Jezebel is present, no other even in ministry it gets very frustrating. 
Jezebel will cause the man of God to be frustrated in ministry, discouraged about the ministry, depressed about the ministry. I know of a friend of mine who went on Sunday afternoons were his worst times because his whole family would come to his house to eat and the mother-in-law would start telling him what he preached wrong. Jezebel, you did this, you did this, you did, very selfish, very selfish. Assassinates the man in front of her friends. She assassinates him. Oh, look at this. He says he's a Christian. Do you know what he did the other day? Do you know what he did the other day? He says he's this, but look what he did. Makes the behavior of the man abnormal. He make, she makes the behavior of the man abnormal, makes him feel like he's abnormal. Now think about it. This man is trying to be a good husband and his wife is just doing all this to him. What does that do to his confidence and his idea of, of, of being a man of God? The man ends up in the wilderness when it comes to ministry. John Wesley said, John Wesley said to the Methodists, you can be a man of God while you're single. You can be a preacher while you're single. We will know if you're a man of God when you get married. He said, we'll know if you're a man of God the moment you get married and continue in ministry. We'll know the truth. Here is a very important sign. Jezebel will make this man become an exact opposite of who he really is. So it's like Jezebel will cause him to become something he's not, he's not even, he's not even uh, asked himself to be. We gotta move, y'all. We gotta move. We gotta finish. We gotta finish. Next, next. Married to a poor performing wife, poor performer. When this man is married to a poor performer, she receives everything but gives nothing. Receives everything, but is very lazy. Gives nothing. Gives nothing. Now we are talking about men presenting their wives before the Lord. How are you going to present your wife who is, gives nothing? Poor performer. The man suffers in silence because his wife is uninvolved. Poor performer. Helps him with nothing. Helps him with nothing. Next, poor performer can become very unmotivated sexually. It is called cadaveric sex or cadaveric intimacy. Do you know a cadaver? Cadaver is a body that's dead. So it's, I will sleep here and open my legs. You take it. Cadaver. I'm not involved. Don't expect me to say something. Don't expect me to do nothing. In fact, can you finish quickly so I can sleep? Oh, <laughs> I'm helping somebody. You wonder why, you wonder why husbands don't present their wives before the Lord. You wonder why. Yeah. Daughters of Zion, you must be passionate in lovemaking. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. And all the men said, and all the daughters said, amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. We want, we want in Life City and the churches that we gather that the men present their wives and say, this one is full. She loves God and loves me. 
passionately. <laughs> ah, we will have many marriages. I'm telling you, in our midst, we'll have many beautiful marriages. Amen, amen. I believe it, I believe it, and I will see it. Hallelujah. Next, next, the wife can also become very quarrelsome, a quarrelsome queen, quarrelsome queen. And this one is the story of Vashti, Vashti, rebellious and quarrelsome. Don't call me, I'm not coming. Why do you want me there? It's your party, not my party. Why do I have to show up? That's not my personality. I don't want to be there. Hey, quarrelsome. The man wants to show you off. The man wants to show you to his friends, but you don't even want to show up. And Vashti always, always, always gets replaced by Esther. Esther. Hallelujah. There's a man, there's a preacher who wrote, actually Mike Murdoch said Vashti must go. Mike Murdoch suffered in his marriage. He used to tell his wife, could you please say hi to the people? I am the pastor of this church of this many, and you can't even at least come with me and say hello. She says, go to your church. Go to your church. Leave me alone. Mike Murdoch, a great preacher like that. The devil is in the basket. Put the devil right next to him. Also, a relentless accuser can accuse him of what he's not doing. Everything doesn't fit. Oh, you bought me shoes. You bought me shoes. You bought the wrong color. You did. It's like there's always something wrong. There's always something wrong. And that messes with the security of the man. Never appreciating, never saying they love anything or like anything. We've got to finish here. And, and I intend to finish this part today. Um, I, an, a yielding opposer. So they oppose the man in silence. They'll say yes in public, but in private, oppose, 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 oppose. All right? Hallelujah. Next. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to finish. Thank you, Jesus. Next is, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to finish this. Now, all these things we've talked about, all these things that we've spoken about hinge on one thing. They hinge on realizing who you are in God. None of this says the man should change or for the sake of the woman or the woman should change for the sake of the man. If you are a godly man, remain a godly man regardless of what she does. If you are a daughter of Zion, remain a daughter of Zion regardless of what they do. Church. Remember this, and I want you to hear your pastor. At the end of the day, me as a husband, I will have to present my wife before the Lord. I will have to stand before the Lord and speak on behalf of my family. The wife will also have to speak on behalf of her family. Are you understanding? Go to Proverbs chapter 31 very quickly. We are closing, we're closing. Proverbs 31, it's seven o'clock. Proverbs 31. And I want to show you why this is important why it is important to have good relationships and good marriages. Proverbs 31, the words of King Lumiel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What my son, what the son of my womb and what the son of my vows. Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways to that which destroys 
Kings. Are we together? Then look at verse 10. Look at verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. Ladies, it's important for your husband to safely trust in you. Husbands, it's important for you to love and honor and submit to your wife. Are you understanding how it both works? We are both going to give a testimony of one another before the Lord. So we must be who God has called us to be as men and ladies must be who God has called them to be as ladies. So when we present before the Lord, we are, we are presenting something that is beautiful. Can you bless the Lord and give him praise? Give him praise. Our time is gone. I don't know what happens to time, but our time is gone. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. And amen. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly believe you have been blessed. If you have enjoyed this episode and would like to join Firebrand Nation, the movement, connect with us on social media at Firebrand Nation. Go to our website at www.firebrandnation.com. Remember, alone I'm a flame. Together we are a fire. Like, share, and distribute this so that others could be blessed. God bless you.